Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're going to talk about uh, our nightlife experience here in Berlin. Our nightlife. But, but we've talked about going out and stuff in Berlin and in Germany before, haven't we? We have, but this is more about you and me, Jeff, what we do when we're outside. Ah, of, so not really, not really the optimal recommendation, just like this is what we do when we want to have fun in the late nighttime hours. Right. All right, let's talk about our nightlives. And here we are. Welcome back. It is Wednesday, and this is episode 119. Yes, 119, uh, you know... Does anybody care what what episode it is? But just, I don't think so just so if you guys are listening and you have some big gaps between your you know your uh, binges, you can keep track of where you are and you know. Yeah, it's stuff. it's also written down. Yeah, it's, it's for record keeping. Really. <laughs> We're keeping records. Yeah, it's not really for for uh, for any real reason. It's just you know just yeah exactly just like on the books. We just like numbers. You know we live in Germany. You got you got to label things. So that's true. Uh, that's episode one hundred nineteen. Good to be back. It's Wednesday and uh, let's go ahead and just dive on in. We've got the usual news and uh, you know. Other stuff. Other stuff. Let's let's hope there's uh, lots of other stuff. Okay. I don't know what the balance is. is can, it... should I, I'll, should I, can I start? I'll start. You might as well. I was yeah. the news. Yeah, you're there, man. Uh, yeah, I am, I'm ready. Uh, Berlin, as most major cities around the world, currently has a problem uh, that its sidewalks have been overrun with these rental bikes and scooters. Yeah, scooters. It's funny. Sometimes you'll see videos of like old German people who just... Like their pastime is just walking around knocking them over with their canes. You know, they're like, they're just so angry at them. I've seen those. These have pissed me off. But like the more and more that I see now, I feel the same way. I just can't stand them anymore. Anyways, people tend to drop them, drop off the scooters anywhere and everywhere, causing a lot of clutter where people need to walk. Yeah. Basically just so you can't even use the sidewalks. Yeah. It's, it's getting really, it's getting worse. And when they first came, it's kind of like, this is kind of nice, whatever. But now they're just everywhere and like broken. And It just sucks when you have to like constantly step over them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because a lot of in some parts of the city, the sidewalks are really not that big. Yeah, exactly. So you're taking like valuable real estate, right? Yeah, really. Actually, literally valuable. Uh, Berlin has made a new law, though, Jeff, so don't worry. Which will require the rental companies to pay Berlin for the privilege of parking their bikes and scooters on the sidewalks. Oh, my. They're, that's actually a pretty, pretty great idea. Uh, there will from now on be a per square meter fee in the hopes the companies clean up the sidewalks and confine the scooters to certain areas. Yeah, like, you know, like at least put them in nice organized piles or, you know, whatever. Because yeah, then, you're, then you're taking up less square meterage and you, uh, your fees less, right? For, I mean, I, I'm totally fine with that. Like yeah, the, sure. the scooters are a valuable part. Yeah. Uh, an interesting inside versus outside the ring fact relating to our episode, you know, two weeks ago. Oh, hey. The new law and fee will only apply to sidewalks inside the ring bond and not outside the ring bond. There you go. See, life is different inside the ring. It is very different and outside the ring. Bond. But, but th that, that's interesting. Um, I, I do think that the scooters are valuable. I use them every once in a while. You know, I'll be honest. They are good for. I don't use them regularly, but for emergencies, they have saved my ass a few times. For sure. You know, with for whatever reason, that tram you were on is like, oh, now it's like delayed or whatever, and you don't have your bike with you, and but oh, there's a scooter. Great, boom, and then you're there where you need to be in like five six minutes you know yeah, yeah. but they, they are kind of everywhere now it's, it's it's getting a bit it's a little too much and honestly it's it's the problem isn't really the rental scooters it's the people that use them they, right. they yeah. just like throw them wherever they don't like at least when when you or me stop we probably like put it on the kickstand put it like on the side of you know like against a wall or something I try to make sure it's like a, a parallel with the street so it's like very skinny so you can walk right by it yeah exactly it's so, like put a perpendicular in the bike lane you know some people basically like that just like they decide they're done they just like get off the thing and let it like drift into wherever and it's also one of those things i love about living in a city is uh you'll see them like this like the 
for example, on top of like a, a subway station, right? And it's super in the way and no one like moves it. Everyone just walks around it or over it. Mm. But if like one person just took it and just moved it to the side, it wouldn't be a problem anymore. I've done it once or twice where- I've done it a few times. When I'm cycling and somebody's just put one laying down across the cycling, people going around it, like- like cause it depends on how busy I am, but there's been once or twice that I've stopped and I'm just like, God damn. And like I lifted the thing up and just put it, you know, next to the sidewalk or to the next to the cycling lane, like there. Okay, now we can move on. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it, it's uh, I'm interested to see how this is going to uh, to work. Yeah, and I, and I heard the fee. It's not it's not huge. It's like um, I think like fifty cents or something per square because you know it's it'll add it'll add up. It's even. gonna add up. It's yeah. a big city with a lot of scooters and yeah tens of thousands of scooters and yeah exactly so um but yeah let's see how that works yeah, but uh but i i i heard that they didn't put a fee for outside the ring bond because they want to encourage the companies to put scooters outside the ring bond because currently they don't do that that much and so the people who live out there can't really take advantage of them you know what i mean because so it's a real love-hate relationship then with yeah, Berlin and the scooters i guess so like weird you, have, you know you, you don't want them there but you also need them i don't know interesting uh anyways also, also kind of in a way, Berlin centric news, but involves all of Germany. Now, mm. as we as we've we've talked about this, the this famous Germany's famous nine euro ticket a yes. lot, yes. Um, and we had mentioned that um, it had ended at the end of August. Now, this ticket, in case you forgot, I don't think you did. Um, this ticket allowed you to travel inside any city nationwide and between any city nationwide using regional trains for only nine euro per month. So it was, it was a big deal and uh, everyone loved it and they sold like 50 million of them. Um, but unfortunately the summer ended and uh, all good things must come to an end. And the, so did the ticket. Yes. And the German government, you know, they're under pressure from, from the citizens. They're trying to come up with a successor to the nine euro ticket. Yeah, it's wild. Like this is amazing thing. And everyone's like, we love this. I'm like, oh shit, they love this. We gotta, we gotta do something about it. Yeah. yeah they were not prepared at all. Like they um, they could have just not done it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So like, and because they're not prepared for the outcry about the ticket, <laughs> they say that they will not have a successor until at earliest next year. So like in January. Okay. Uh, but the Berlin government said, F that, we want one now. So the Berlin government is in the midst of approving a successor to the ticket, but it'll only be val uh, valid in, in Berlin. And instead, okay. of, instead of nine euro, it'll be 29 euro. So basically the, the 80 euro Berlin monthly ticket will be now 29 euro. So big deal. And it'll it'll allow you to not have to deal with, um, you know, ABC zones and all that. You know what I mean? Like it'll be valid all of, all of Berlin, uh, for 29 euro, which would be great. But the only caveat is you can't buy individual months. You have to buy an ABO, which is a, sub a subscription for the ticket. Okay. And they haven't announced the details, but they're hoping, or people are hoping that means you only have to pay for it from October to December and not you're stuck into a year ABO because usually the ABOs are a year. So, um, yeah. so it m might be a way of Berlin trying to lock you into a year long contract, but we don't know the details yet, but it's sounding promising. That sounds fantastic. I mean, that's half the price that I'm paying right now with the Abo. Because the Abo is normally mm -hmm. 63 yeah, euro. More, more than half the price. Or less than half the price. That's, price. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Good. Go Berlin. Let's do it. In uh, other news, Oktoberfest is here. Right. So if you're listening to this, it'll be... What, what will their date be? It'll, it'll be like the 21st, I guess. Um, so Oktoberfest will have started... September, Already? September 17th. That's We're this, here. That's this uh, Saturday or Sunday. What is that? I don't know. Okay. But anyways, for us, it's in a few days. Oktoberfest. It is. is. Uh, and back. after having been canceled last year because of the pandemic and the year before, it's finally back September 17th to October 3rd. Oh, it was two years canceled, right? Yeah, two years. Weird. Yeah. And if you look in the history of Oktoberfest, it's only been canceled a handful of times. It's like a few times in uh, World War II, like only like huge events, you know what I mean? So yeah, to, yeah. So to have to like, for us to have to live through a... 
<laughs> Sorry, that was so entitled <laughs> for us to have to live through. Oh God, to, to wait two years <laughs> for for drinking beer and getting drunk. Like, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not that big of a deal. I can do that at home. Yeah, sorry, I put way too much gusto on that. Yeah, it's it's Oktoberfest. Um, if you want to go, you know, go ahead. It's Oktoberfest season, um, and it's from the seventeenth until October third, so roughly two weeks. And again, the uh, big real Oktoberfest is, of course, in Munich. And there are little celebrations here or there in other cities like Berlin, et cetera, but they are not the authentic. No. Real. They're just posers. Yes, they are. Yeah, we're posers. But, nerdy, you know, nerdy posers. But sometimes it's it's fun to, to pose because it's easier than traveling all the way down to Munich. It's still a good time at, at the uh, at little little tents, you know. Exactly. So. Ooh, and, and this is an interesting. Uh, recently on Instagram, I posted a, a post. I posted a post. That makes sense. About Fahrradstrasses, meaning uh, bicycling streets, not bicycling, not bicycle lanes, but bicycle streets. Yes. And this is something I want to talk about real quick because in my neighborhood, I've been lucky enough, not everyone is, like there's, it's like a process that's slowly happening throughout Berlin. Yeah. Is they're taking existing normal car streets and making them Fahrradstrasses, which is uh, bicycle streets. And um, I've had two recently in the past year near me that have become Fahrrad streets. That's great. You're asking, what is a Fahrradstrasse? Now, basically, it means that bicycle is king, okay? And and these are the four rules of a Fahrradstrasse. Cars are only guests. And if you're driving on a Fahrradstrasse, you have to live on that street. You can't drive through that street to be going somewhere else or to be going to a shop. You have to live there. And knowing Berlin, people definitely follow that rule. Yeah. S- second rule is bicycles are allowed to ride side by side. Again, the street is now the bike's dominion so they can do whatever they want fantastic uh, um you can they can ride in the middle of the street cars can only go a maximum of 30 kilometers per hour but if a, if a bicycle is present the cars must only go as fast as the bicycles are going you, you know you can't try to like be honking and you know tell them to get out of the way yeah and if cars are passing a bike they must maintain a distance of 1.5 meters five feet at the minimum so basically uh yeah bicycle uh, uh bicycle is king and it's been interesting because a year ago they made a street near me a Fahrradstrasse, right and they put up two signs at the, at the end of each street saying this is a Fahrradstrasse. people didn't really care and, <laughs> and then they started adding signs on all the side streets in which you would turn onto that street saying Fahrradstrasse. people didn't really care and then they every like 50 meters on the street on this on the street like that's a two by two meter wide square so big squares spray painted on the street saying Fahrradstrasse with a big like you know blue circle around like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. every 50 meters you know what I mean people still not caring and so at the, <laughs> end, at the end of the street recently they put up these huge banners that are like <laughs> they're like three four meters long saying Fahrradstrasse and explaining all those four rules that I just told you about what a Fahrradstrasse is and in conjunction with that in the past week They've they've placed uh, bicycle cops at the end of each of the street, just sitting there all day long, oh, wow. ticketing basically every person that's driving through. Because basically, for every car, the cop would just stop and ask, "Do you live here?" And they'd say, "No," and be like, "Okay, ticket. Do you live here? No, ticket. Do you live here? No, ticket." Or if they saw the bike, uh, you know, trying to aggressively go around, a, a, or the car trying to aggressively go around a bike or something like that. So, uh, so I think they're really they have this really nice kind of big program to try to teach people. Hey, this is a real thing. This is a Fahrradstrasse. Right. Like, <laughs> like this isn't some like, oh, that's nice, you know. Like, and so I think they're trying to prepare people for the fact because I think more and more streets in Berlin over the next 10, 20 years will become Fahrradstrasses. Fantastic! I yeah. love it. I love it. That's a great idea. Yeah, really cool. And last but not least, uh, a big thank you to everyone who has uh, donated to this podcast. We oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate every single one. It is a uh, nonprofit podcast. We make zero money. And all the money that we do get goes into running the podcast, so the website, the hosting fees, 
the whiskey, just pretty pants. So we need all of that. <laughs> My podcasting pants. I have very special podcasting pants. He does. Pants. <laughs> They're really important. The podcast pants. The pod pants. So uh, if you would like to donate, uh, we really appreciate it. You can find it anywhere on our website at the bottom. There's a little PayPal donation link. And uh, any amount is always appreciated. Yes. And if you don't want to, that's a fine because the podcast will still be free anyways. So all good. Yeah. Yeah, so how you been? What you been doing? I didn't, actually didn't see you the whole weekend. You were being a uh, kind of a shut-in. A little well, recluse. Kind of a recluse, but like you're being reclusive while being out, if that's a way, of, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so um, this weekend, I, I, it was a very sporty weekend. So it was the playoffs Ooh. for the ELF, the European League of Football. Oh, I thought you were going to say you went for a jog or something. But No, me? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, wa- I watched some sports. Okay. So I watched the playoffs of that on Saturday and Sunday. And then Saturday night, I went to a Fuxa game. Berlin Fuchs game, which is a uh, a handball team here in Berlin, one of the oh, best. Oh yeah, the Berlin team. Yeah, yeah, okay. they're really good. Yeah. So I went to a game uh, versus Stuttgart, and they won by ten points. It was a lovely game. Nice. And then Sunday, the NFL started, so that was really fun. So now uh, we will never see you ever again. Yeah, now I'm just be busy. Well, just Sundays, you know. Can you record games sometimes? Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't record it. It's not, you know, 2005. But I do watch them the next day. If it's like late, if it's like a late game, you know. Ah, okay. So if there um, was something cool going on Sunday, we could maybe get you to come to it, and you could just watch the game later. Slim Jan. I like watch, <laughs> I, I like I like watching it live if it's at seven o'clock. No, but if you don't, but if you just watch it later, it's the same as live. Like it, if, it's, if, it's, if you don't know what's, if you don't know what happened, it's not the same. No, God. it's different. Damn it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so, then, actually, speaking to that, I just have to throw this in. Like once. Like a big group of us, we went out like to the middle of nowhere, this forest, and we were hiking. We were like deep two hours into this forest, and we'd only been there for like an hour or two. And then suddenly, Alex and our friend Misha was like, "Oh, sorry guys, we got to go." Like we're like, "What? Yeah, 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 there's the game in like an hour and a half, so we got to start walking back down." It's like, "What? We just got here!" So like, literally, they just they they ditched a beautiful Sunday stroll in the forest to just go sit football, at home man. and watch football. Yeah. I, I that, that, that's the dedication or insanity that is. Yeah, I, I was, I was like, me, I was like, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this sport, but I, I just can't, I can't help myself. But uh, now I'm a little uh, under the weather. Like there's the weather, and I'm you know under it. And uh, <laughs> no, no, if, if you couldn't see, but he first held his hand a little bit higher towards his like chin level, and then he dropped it. I'm under a little lower that level. Uh, so if my voice sounds weird, I'm a little sniffly. It's because I'm a little. A little, a little sick, a little crunk. A little, little crunk. Yeah. yeah, a little crunk. But uh, I had to drink some tea, as all the German doctors say. Uh, you know, I'm so over, like the other day, my girlfriend was like really ill and she's like, maybe some tea. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like you, you Germans, you think, you think tea can like, cure cancer? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, again. like, it's like your, your arm, like it's like stuck in like a, like a band saw. grinder. Yeah, I mean, grinder, give me some tea. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Drink some tea, tea thinking. Yeah. Okay. Oh, always helps. Sorry, that's gross. What about you, Jeff? What are you up to? <laughs> uh, yeah, what did I do? I can't remember what I did this weekend. Uh, what did I do on Saturday? Oh, like, uh, yeah, actually, Saturday we, we walked around our neighborhood a bit, and we ran into three different Strassenfests, so street festivals. Oh. Like, just all, like, just everywhere we went, there was a street festival, like, here, there, everywhere. And then we got to, like, our little park next to our house, and there was a park festival there with a live band and the... Uh, you know, a sausage cart and a like a beer vendor and like like we're like what is going on? So um, that's pretty sweet. We enjoyed that. Your girlfriend joined, but you did not because I was in the Fuxa game. Yes, sports fanatic. Um, and then uh, you know, continued our journey of wedding planning, which uh, fun is never ending. Yeah, 
the organization. I mean, the wedding's going to be super fun, but uh, yeah, like just, it's just like one thing after another. It's just like, oh, I need a caterer. Let's like, okay, now let's Google every caterer. Okay, now let's look at the reviews. Now let's email each caterer, see if they're available for that date. And and then it's like, at the end of the day, (laughs) my girlfriend will look at each other and be like, did we actually get anything done? Or we just like, you know, it's like a bunch of research and and emailing, like you didn't even book anything. You know what I mean? So, you know, they they always do say wedding, wedding planning is pretty easy. So. Who said that? Everyone. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> uh, I would say no. And of course, getting um, married in Germany is just a is just a disaster. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, also, good stuff. Maybe Ooh. is this whiskey we have today? Ooh, let's let's take a look. Look at these little bottles. We, we we have little bottles again, but you know it's okay. We're 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 we're, we're finding ways. Yeah. Uh, this is Dienstun. Highland single malt scotch whiskey, uh, 12 years old, and that's all the information I have on it. Now, I thought it said something about like they were matured in bourbon casks, or at least maybe the little uh, card on the shelf that the whiskey shop said that. Could be, because this has nothing on it. Excellent. So I'm going to crack. So the Deanston. Deanston. Uh, 12 years. 12 years. Ooh, hey. Scotch. Loving it. Um, or is it the Dean Stan? Dean Stan. Dean Stan. Obviously, there's going to be no no pop. I, I apologize for lack of pop recently, but it is what it is. Mm. But don't worry, Jeff. We can do it again. Ooh. Ooh you, that? Like, you slowed that one down, so we got even extra out of there. I was going to pour them both at the same time, but I'll do one at a time. Oh, my. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to pop, so at least give them like, the, a good, nice pour yeah, sound. That's not pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's, that's worth it. Cause he's pouring it like the slowest way possible, like up and down. It's like all the air just like make it go super slow. Yeah. But it makes a nice glug. It's, it's, it's glugging along. It's a little smell. Ooh. Burns the nostrils. It burns my one nostril that's working. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry. Oh, my. The cheers. He was, oh, what's going on here? My, my brain's at half cheers. cheers. Scotchy. Mmm. Ooh, actually, I mean, I'm wondering how much the flavor is being affected by the fact that, you know, your your full nose isn't working. At least, like, one of my nostrils is the size of, like, two mm. normal people nostrils. It's, it's good so far. I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. so far. It, 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 yeah, it's, I would say it is very scotchy. It is very scotchy. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the uh, our topic of our nightlife, if any of you lovely listeners would like to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we always appreciate it. We read every single one. It keeps us going. Love and, it, man. Uh, Love it. It lets other people find a podcast just like it's a PBS, like viewers. Thank like you. you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, but again, you know, you don't have to give us a review. There's lots of things you can do with your life instead. You could go um, dry some flowers, you know, for a home direct decoration, you know, hang upside down, let them dry out. You, and could, you, you could dry some flowers. You could organize your sock drawer and find all those socks that have a hole in them and just throw them out. Yeah, which believe me, we all have got them and you've all been holding on to them way too long. Oh, so yeah. it, it sounds stupid organized, but... Also, you got the summer ones, those like little little booties, and then yeah. you've got the normal length, and then you got like the thick winter ones. You know, there actually are things to organize. There are. So, um, you know, if you don't want to give us a five star review, you could do that. But those things aren't as cool as a five star review, exactly, because we also say your name on air. So that's true. And also check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. Many do say it's the best website of all time, but that's just rumors. Yes, rumors. I mean, I'm, I can't say I disagree, but you know. It happens. It happens. And also our Instagram, which is at Americans.in.Germany.podcast. 
and you find all of our you know stuff on there. There's stuff on the website. We've got good pictures. Yeah, There's stuff on you whiskey know, pictures. You know what Instagram is. Come on, let's move on to our topic, which is our nightlife. You and me, Jeff. What we do personally. We're gonna get personal yeah. into our probably bad habits. Right. And these are not gonna be the recommendations of what you should what you should do with your nightlife in Germany. This is gonna be what we literally do for fun. Right. Like you know what I mean. Not not the ideal. And I think the good place to start. Yes. Beep, beep, let's back it up. Okay. Let's pretend I didn't do that. But beep, let's, beep, let's, beep. Yeah, let's back it up to when we first got to Germany, maybe those first few years when we're, you know, youngins in our, yeah. you know, uh, like, like our, our original nightlife and then see how it progressed over time. You know? Yeah, true. Um, okay. I'll start. Yeah, please. Uh, I came here, you know, I was 22 years old. Pretty, pretty young. Ooh. Going to be uh, 30. To this, oh my God, 32 this year. There you go. Yeah. Hate that. <laughs> wow, saying that out loud is, uh, is a lot. But yeah, I was 22 and um, I, I was first introduced to Berlin Club as my first like week coming here. And uh, that was something very different. Over by your, your roommate or your friend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that was for something very different that I was not used to or even knew existed in the world because it's just so wild here. So I went to a lot of clubs that don't exist anymore. Do you remember any of the clubs that you went to? Yeah, I think my first, like, I went to Ritabutska, uh, Cosmonaut, which is now gone. Probably White Trash. White Trash is the first place I went my first night here, actually. Because okay, hey. it's a restaurant, tattoo studio, and at night, kind of like a dance club bar type thing. Then eventually it moved and became a different thing, and yeah. And then it moved, and then it, now it's finally gone, unfortunately. Um, Other names, Trezor. Or Trezor. Place is kind of scary sometimes. I love um, that place. Still, still, still there. Still no, no, good. No, no, no. Like these, these are places. Like, what kind of music were were you were you enjoying these places? Yeah, I mean, it, it's all pretty. You know, it's techno-y. Uh, Ritabutsko was a bit of a mixture, uh, but most of the other ones are pretty. You know, techno. And I was not really a big techno guy. I'm still kind of not. Mm. I enjoy it here or there, but that makes you know Berlin a more difficult city if you want to go dancing. If you it don't has like its moment, techno. It has its moment, but yeah, it's definitely not my favorite at all. Like, no, there are places to go if you don't want to listen to techno, but all the big, really cool clubs are, you know, they're techno. So I did that a lot. And then, of course, like a lot of bars and stuff like that, but mostly around Freerersign, Zimandachstrasse, like kind of the areas that a lot of tourists go. Yeah. But also locals too. Like it's not just a touristy area. Yeah. So I went around there a lot and, you know, stayed out like really late, seven in the morning, eight in the morning. Which I'm not really doing so much right. you heard anymore. Seven, seven in the morning, eight in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, like, that's hard now. You were one of those people that like, you know, sometimes you're on the train and you're going to work and then you see, yeah. you see the, the guy or the girl that clearly they're on their way home and right. it's like daytime and they're like, just like, look like they just are deaf. You know what I mean? That's like, exactly yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty uh, hardcore back in the day. What about you, though? What, were you doing a similar type of thing? Because, you know, it's Berlin's your first time. You know, you want to experience the whole Berlin nightlife scene. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, because you were saying you're mostly going to the touristy kind of bars and clubs. But I think when you first arrive in a city, that's kind of fair enough because those are the only clubs you know. You know, you Google top, you know, or top uh, bars or clubs in London, Berlin, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you have to live in a place for a few years before you, like, find the cool you know, hidden places. Well, that, that's you know what I mean? true. Like, a lot of it was also, you know, my roommate, my friend was taking me out, but she's only been here for a year at the time anyway. So, yeah, but so that's why she only knows those. Cause she, like, she hasn't been there long enough to see, to like, you know, to know the, like the also cool, true, cool yeah. holes in the wall bars and stuff. What, what was also really cool though, about that time was in our tiny apartment where I lived, you know, above the kitchen in the crawl space, mm. uh, under that apartment, we, there was actually a bar. It was like a Kino and a bar. 
So I had a little tiny theater in the back to play a lot of old films. Yeah, nice. And the front was this bar that brews their own beer. Uh, it was a really, really cool bar. And I wonder if it's still there. I haven't tried it in a long time because I haven't been in that area in a long time. But um, yeah, that was like our, our Stammtisch place. You know, we go there all the time. Uh, kind of knew the owner a bit. You know, you walk in, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Yeah. And uh, that was really fun. You know, I, I, that was like my first OG Stammtisch place. You which, know? which are fun. Yeah. 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 When I, yeah. When I first moved here, I think I went through the same thing you did. Like, because you, all you hear about is Berlin is the, the club scene and everything. So right. yeah, you're going, yeah, to... God, Trezor and, uh, ooh. Did you ever go to Bergheim? Cote Blau. Oh, yeah. Cote Blau. Sorry, Cote Blau. It's been a while since. But, um, yeah, been to Berengheim twice. Got in once. Nice. Um, you know, terrified me when I, the time I got in. Like, <laughs> not my not my scene, which is fine. Um, Because, yeah, like, I've never been a techno guy. Like, for me, just after a certain amount of time, it just gets so boring. Like, to me, it just sounds all the same. And, like, like it has its place. Like, I can tell you right Absolutely. now. You can totally rock out and dance and have a good time to some techno. But, like, I like, okay, we've done that for 10 minutes. Let's let's move on to something like But Let, let, me, let me sing along a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. yeah. Exactly. But a lot of these bars and clubs, it just keeps going. Um, So, yeah. So, in the beginning, you know, like... I'm still trying to meet people. And so basically the few people I did meet, if they were saying like, Hey, I'm going to Trezor this weekend, you know, like, even though maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's not my kind of club. It's like, I'm going to go, you know, it's like, I want to meet people. I want to yeah. like see the city, you know what I mean? And, um, and so, yeah, I definitely did that. Um, and bars and I, and I, I've always been a huge fan of, uh, of beer gardens. So like even during the, the night, I like to go to like those cause they're more chill and relaxed. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think like two or three years into living here, I kind of had my Berlin, I don't know, like club, like wreck moment where um, I can't remember how. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is how it happened. So yeah, so I had this friend uh, from the Czech Republic, and she did um, couch surfing and stuff, and she had these couch surfers who were coming, and like the couch surfers, I think they're from Israel, but like the only reason they're in Berlin, they're like, we want to want to experience this Berlin techno club seat. Like we want oh, I believe that. I mean, like, Israel, Israelis go hard. If you're, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Tel Aviv. No, but, but they, I want they, to, yeah. they go hard in Tel Aviv, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, for okay. sure. Yeah. Cause like they, they literally, they, they, we were like, Oh, do you want to see anything during the day or the Brenda Bergay? Right. Nope. No. Like we literally just want to party the entire time, which again is not, not really my jam, but like they were here, they were here for like, Oh, I think almost two weeks. And I had, I didn't have work at the moment and I don't know, I got into it, but like I started, I did one or two nights with them. And then suddenly it was just like, I literally like was a, hit, hit a wall, was a hardcore clubber with them for like, oh, I think it was almost the full two weeks, like oh where, my God. where we just, we went out, came home. Yeah. Like six, 7 AM slept till like 3 PM got up. Okay. Which club are we meeting at? Blah, blah, blah. And, um, I did it for like, yeah, like 10 days until one day I woke up and I was like, what are you doing with your life? This is awful. Like you, <laughs> you feel awful. You've wasted so much money in the past week and a half. Like this is just, this is not you. It's such a waste of time. Like it's, you know, like we definitely had fun in there, you know, like sure. you're there, yeah, but, yeah. but it's just like, you, you gotta get like, this is, you're done. You're done. You know? And then never did it again. You know, that was just like my, that was like the one time in my living in Berlin that I like, I went as like full Berliner well, hardcore I guess that, techno, that, that's kind like, of the best uh, way to do it, right? I mean, you. you I tried it, and I'm like, but you, no, I'm you did it hard for a little bit. And you're like, all right, I, I did it all. I now I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like if people know me now, like they'd be like, what you do? It's like I, I do like not. We'll get to that later. But like nowadays, like I really don't go clubbing at all. Like, yeah. I mean, once in a while we'll go to Zizi Foos or something, but like you know, very sparingly. Like, <laughs> like really sparingly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, 
Um, I'm much more of like a chill bar kind of guy. But yeah, that, that, so that was my beginnings was like, again, it's like everything is new. You hear all these stories about the Berlin club scene. So you're kind of like, and you're, you know, you're in your twenties and early twenties, like I got to check this out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think when I moved here, I was 24. Um, so of course you're going to, you're going to dip your toe in there. Oh, absolutely. For those first couple of years. And then you'll find what you like and don't like. And then you kind of like slide back into what your usual nighttime habits are. You know what I mean? Like it's sure, like, it's like the vacation's over. You know what I mean? Even the usual ones here, they're a little bit elevated, right? I mean, and back in the States, I like to just go to like a little dive bar and chill, but like here, the dive bar is a little bit cooler and better and more options. So that's nice. And, and I think the thing is, like you said, you know, I don't want to scare anybody off who, who thinks that Berlin is only techno all the time. Like, no, no, absolutely. I mean, most I mean, of the clubs are going to be techno. Yeah, but, but like we go out like, um, and we never hear techno because like we, we just know the places which to go and which not to go. The places that have your music and don't have your music, right. you know? Like, I mean, I think clubbing, um, like all the really good clubs, it's going to be techno. 90% techno. It's, yeah. it's hard to get yeah. away from that. Or how, but, how, sorry. Uh, apparently there's a difference, but it's techno. <laughs> uh, but, 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 but a lot of bars will not be playing techno all the time. Or, hmm. or even rarely, actually. Uh, a lot of the bars have kind of either, if you go to like one of these at Kneipen, like these kind of dive bars that are like these old, these old bars, these old Berlin bars, they'll be playing like the radio, literally just the radio with commercials and everything. <laughs> um, there's some really cool bars in Neukölln. Like I know one that plays only vinyls and only like jazz and soul music, which is really cool. Yeah. And there's like the bar doors near Abersbottestrasse that like just plays like classic rock, classic you know, rock like bar. they got like Zeppelin and ACDC and there, stuff. There's going. a bunch like, of punk bars. Uh, there's just so heavy many metal bars, heavy you metal know, bars. Like, so like there, there is a bar for you. And I think like, yeah, yeah like living here, over time, you I, I slowly found those bars, and then some point, like five six years ago, I got I had like a maybe it was like two three year period where I got really into uh, ping pong bars. Oh know? yeah, also a thing. R- Rundlauf, we call it like, which is the game of ping pong where you um you have maybe like 20, 30 people around a ping pong table. You hit it once, and then you move on, and everybody's moving slowly in a circle, hitting it once. And the second you miss it, you're out, and the circle people get less and less until you have two people. And then they have an actual game for like um. But you know, they have the table in the middle of a bar, you know, and it's I got pretty cool. I got really into them, and, and it's a great way to meet people if you're new here. Yeah, you can find a Runlauf, um, uh Tisch tennis bar. Uh, it'd be a great way to meet people. Just join in the Dude, game. Great and way then, to pick up girls, man. Like, cause you're you're in line circle. Like, you have a reason to be standing next to her. You know what I mean? Like, you got your your ping pong thing in between hits. You know, there's not much going on, so you can like strike up a little conversation or you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's this place that doesn't exist anymore. Unfortunately, or pick up guys. Pick up guys, or yeah. Um, or non-binary or whatever your your deal pick is. Pick up people. You can pick up people. Pick a person. Pick any pick a person. Any, <laughs> any person. Any, any person. Hey, 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 is this your person? Yeah. But there was a bar um in Neukölln used to be or used to be called Freudenreich, which means um the joy empire kind of love it. Which is kind of like a really cool bar where up top it was just like a normal Eckkneipe, nothing special, like a little bar held like fifteen people. But if you walked past the bar, down past the bathrooms. In the very end, there was this door, Ooh. this door that like uh, was like, you know, labeled private kind of like just where it just looked like, oh, that's the employee's entry only section. Right. Sure. But you go through there. There's a spiral stone staircase going down. And then you walk down this like corridor and whatever. And eventually you end up in the real bar. The upstairs bar is just kind of like the fake facade, you know, the real bar, which is this this um, bar in this cellar, you know, in this basement that's like three times bigger than the above bar. Okay. And so like you're in this like stone cellar and they had, um, uh, yeah, Runlauf ping pong. Uh, I think they had two tables there. I can't remember. And man, I got like, there was a time where it was, 
like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like me and my friends were like, we're always going there for like, you know, two or three hours. That, that was our bar. I'd go play ping pong, drink some beer, hopefully meet some people, you know? Nice. Like, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a trek cause I lived in Prince Albert, but to go to Nikon, getting home was always annoying. Cause you're, when you're drunk and you're not, not near your house and you're like, Oh yeah, that's fair. Which train and the bus and the, you know, so it's funny. You kind of had like a thing you did for a while, which was the ping pong. My thing that I did for a while, like my first few years here, um, was going to Monster Ronson's Ichiban Karaoke. Oh, I also did that, but not as much. But I, I went. I, I did like that place, even though like I'm not an attention kind of guy. Yeah. Like, so I like the private booths. Right. Um, so, so for those yeah. who do not know, it's 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 a uh, really really cool karaoke bar located uh, right near Vashawishasa in Firasheim. You can rent your own little like private booth room if you want with like a few friends. Yeah, they have like what what'd you say like ten little private booths Probably and, something and then, like, like that. a main stage. Yeah. And then they have a main stage for everyone to go on. And like a lot of people go there on the main stage, you'll, you'll be singing in front of like 50 to 100 something, maybe 150 people. It's pretty full in there, maybe even more. I don't know. And maybe you could just go just to like, you don't even have to go up. Like you could just sit there and just watch people. And watch sing, the show. You know, yeah, watch the show. And some people, some people put on really great shows and the DJ is always really fun people. And yeah, it, it's a great time. So I used to go there every Friday after work for like a year or even oh, longer. Nice. Yeah, that's, that, was your, that was your jam. That was yeah. my jam. And I'd always go there and I'd always go to the main stage. I never get the private booth. I, w- I went to the main stage all oh, the time. Yeah. That sounds like you, yeah. And just like put on as many songs as I could so I'd get up as many times as I could. Always singing, you know, like Beastie Boys, Limp Bizkit or, uh, or sometimes I did some Mulan, you know, switch it up a little bit. Mulan soundtrack? Yeah, just to, oh, you know, okay. how to defeat the Hun. Nice. You know? <laughs> and I get down to business. Uh, this is a really good time. And this is actually where, um, I won a free drink there one time. Now, everyone go back. We have an episode called story time. Alex tells a story of, of one crazy time. He was on stage at monster Ronson's. I don't know if that's what you're leading to now, I but, am. but if you are, I'd say go back to that story time episode. Listen to that because it's pretty, or unless you want to retell it here. Oh no, you, uh, you can go back, okay. uh, get, get that number, get the episode, be listened again. Uh, yeah, it ends up my phone breaking and my pants down. So worth it, worth it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I used to love that place. It was really just a good time, good vibes, really good people. Yeah. So that was like my go-to place on, on Fridays forever. But I think like after a while, you kind of stop doing the same thing. You can't get bored. You know what I mean? No, no, absolutely. And, and like with me, it was like that, that bar, I really like Frodenreich, like it, it closed, didn't have enough emergency exits or whatever. So it got closed. That sounds about right. But, but in a way it was probably a good time though, because I probably would, would have soon as you just said, like you kind of, you want something new, you know, like want to meet a new crowd, want to try new things, you know what I mean? And, um, and I think also, of course, like what season it is, whether it's winter or summer affects what you're doing for your nightlife as well. You True, know what I mean? Of course. And I think one thing, you know, we've mentioned like here, you can drink on the streets and et cetera. But one thing I didn't really get, I, I had done, but not really, didn't really get fully into until maybe the past like five years, like maybe around, more around the time when I met you was really at night, just after work. Hey guys, let's meet, we're going to meet this Spady, like with Spady being um, these all night convenience stores in Berlin that sell beer and chips and stuff. Yeah. And we're like, Hey guys, we're going to meet at this Spady. And a lot of them just have tables outside. And so like they're unofficial bar, like they're just convenience store, but they kind of in a way become like a bar in a sense, because you, you, you get these cheap beers instead of paying five euro at a bar, you're paying one euro, right? A rough more right. or less. And 
Now yeah. like a Euro 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you know, you're sitting outside the Spady and you're drinking and we need the next one. You just walk in, buy the next one, walk back out, you know? And so, yeah. and so like, I think this- One little snack. Sometimes they have like little bakeries as well. So you grab a little sandwich, something like that. Exactly. And since it's a Spady convenience store, yeah, it's like, it's usually near stuff. So like there's usually a, a, a donor laden, you know, a, a donor stand um, nearby or a burger place or, but you know. It's just not a toilet. That's what I think of to. Yeah. But we, we've, we haven't found a few Spadies that did have toilets, um, you know, like if you get lucky, you can find them, but yeah, they're hard. They're true. And a lot of them actually, like I went to a few near my work, but a lot of them are now not having the outdoor seating anymore because the neighbors complained. Yeah. So, which is, yeah. Cause well, cause some of these spades we used to go to suddenly there's like a hundred people outside, you know what I mean? And I get it. Like it gets loud. Like, it was yeah. awesome though. It was, it was, it, that was like the, the golden era maybe it was, it was really fun, but uh, yeah, that's true. Like, and I still like doing that or, or just, you know, taking a beer and just walking throughout the city and just kind of exploring things because one of the things I realized lived living here for almost nine, it was me nine years in a few weeks after almost nine years. Wait, wait, you said you moved here at 22 and you're almost going to be 32. So it should be 10 years. I moved out in October and I'll be 32 in December. Ooh. So I moved here just at the end of 22. Well, yeah. It, it, one of the things I realized is like, I've been here for such a long time, but you know, after a while you do kind of go to a lot of same places to the same people because you know, you're settled now and mm. you don't necessarily want to go different areas all the time, which is fine. I mean, we still like to explore whatever, but I, even like in the area I live in, there's still so many streets. I've not walked down areas. I haven't seen mm. uh, neighborhoods. I haven't explored yet. So sometimes, especially in the summer, or even in the winter, if you know, it's not deathly cold outside, yeah. just like you grab a beer and just walk and just see what you can explore and find. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend did it all the time, especially during the pandemic. I mean, that was like, that was all you could do, right? You yeah, know? true. But it is funny, like there are, like there, there's a, um, a brewery, like a few blocks from my house and it's been there for a few years and we had never been there before. You know what I mean? Like for well, God knows why, why wouldn't I go there? And, yeah. uh, and then finally it's like, there's, there's certain weekends where it's like, hey, let's go try something. Let's go try that new that, that, that place. See what that's all about, you know, or, um, you know. Uh, we just discovered, uh, Bobby and I, so we went to this um, bar at the end of my old street uh, where I used to live for seven years. And on the way going down, I was like, oh, there's a new Italian place here. It looks really good. Let's check it out. So her and I had Dateline last week, went to this Italian place, and I asked, like, it was fantastic. Like, everything was made with truffles, like truffles everywhere. It was so, mm. if you like truffles, this place is fantastic. Yeah. And, um, yeah, chocolate, so, chocolate truffles or are they no, like the mushrooms, oh, the like mushrooms. everything yeah, okay. had okay. truffles in it. Okay. So I asked the guy, I was like, Oh, when did you guys open? He's like, we've been here for like four and a half years. <laughs> what? <laughs> like on the street I lived on, dude, the street mm. I lived on like one, um, you know, a bit further down, but I lived on that street. I've never, ever, ever noticed it, but it's fantastic. And I, and I think that maybe doesn't really show how much you're not paying attention. I think also Berlin, there's just so many options. Like I think yeah. if you live in a small city in Germany or even a smaller big city, um, like Nuremberg or something, like you're going to go to all these places. Cause you know, maybe next to your house, you only have like three or four options. Whereas no, where I live or where you live, there's 50 Abundance. different options within five, 10 minute walk. You know what I mean? And that, so I think we're lucky in that sense. So it's, it's easy to skip a place and be like, because you, you have those other options that you know are good, and you're like, and you just don't even think about it. You're like, always, you know. Uh, but yeah, but it's, it's good to explore, you know. And um, and that's what I've always tried to do, being in Berlin. And I think at, the older I've got, the older I've gotten. Yeah, true. I was gonna say, the longer I've been here, but the longer I've been here, the older I've gotten. That makes sense. That, I think, that checks out. Yeah, but both of those. The gonna, math does yeah, work. Yeah, I'm getting older, and I've been here longer. I've, you know, obviously, not into the clubs, and I'm more. If I if I do go to a bar with friends, it's like I like yeah, going to a small kneipe where it's more quiet, the music isn't so loud, you know, because I also have um, 
tinnitus in my ear like ring so i can't go to place with with loud music anyways but also just like because like I, I go to hang out with my friends and to talk you know right. and to and enjoy, enjoy the atmosphere enjoy some atmosphere enjoy some beers you know what i mean um and also again like a lot of times you know because we have a pretty uh uh what do you call it tight-knit friend group you know like yeah. we don't lately we don't even need the past couple of years we don't really need a bar to go to necessarily like especially if it's a summer we're just like hey let's meet at this um park and you know we go to a spate nearby we each grab two or three beers each and we just go hang out at that park or that whatever yeah and then that that's our friday night you know what i mean like we don't really need something crazy going to bear kind and you know getting no no you know, of course not like last weekend you unfortunately weren't there but there's this uh you keep talking about how it's crazy things that are happening last weekend but well, like it wasn't crazy it was, just, it was just a nice night okay and i was like the one time there. i'm not there and it's like dude you missed out it was a great night yeah. and i bought everyone dumplings did you yeah you were Mr. Moneybags? Sucks, sucks you missed it. <laughs> just get a bonus? But, no, I just, I don't know. I, I, so I might have went out. With the one time, you've, you've never, literally never, while eating food, to like, hey guys, I'm getting it for everybody. The one time you do that, I'm not there. Yeah, uh, probably so. because you weren't there. Less people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyways, uh, there's a fantastic dumping place. I recommend everybody who's listening to this right now, just, just stop you, this. But do you want the place to be rammed now every time you go? I do, because they, oh, okay. they deserve the business. They're, okay, they're, 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 they're fantastic. Uh, at Ospanhof, there's a bunch of food trucks around, and there's a little dumping place. I forget what it's called, but you can't miss it. It's called. But it's outside. It's not in Ospanhof. Yeah. Yeah, it's outside. It's called like Dumplings and Tea or something like that. Uh, you don't you literally don't even know the name. No, this is a place you're recommending wholeheartedly. Yeah. You don't know the name of. Okay, I don't. Just checking. But I've been there multiple times, and it's it's <laughs> multiple times, multiple times, like like more than like four times, like enough times that you should know the name. Probably, but yeah. you know, it's a food truck. You don't really miss it. So I don't yeah, look at the name for it. Okay. Uh, but they have some of the best dumplings, uh, Chinese some dumplings you can find in a city, in my opinion. So uh, like Friday night, so on Friday I was like, let's go grab some dumplings. So we went to, we went there, you know, had a little spady beer, ate the dumplings outside, chilled at the park next door, and I was just like a nice, chill, relaxed evening, you know. Mm-hmm. And just like things like that, it's just, it's just super nice. And the, and the city, I feel like because of the laws and the freedom that you have in the city, it just gives you that, like yeah, that 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 freedom, yeah, that other so, option, you know. Because in the states, you know, I can't speak for other places, but I think a lot of other places are the same. But in the states, like your options for nightlife is yeah, you go to a bar or inside a club because you can't drink out on the street. You can't drink at a, at a, at a park. You're, you're it's not just about like, you know what I mean? Like, like you just don't even have that option, you know, like to do something. Exactly. It sounds like, you know, just getting fucked up. It's like just being able to like have some dumplings and enjoy a beer outside in the park. You know, it's really lovely. And some places you can't do that, which sucks. So, uh, things like that are also, it's like a nice night out that I like to do. But recently over the past, I don't know, two years, well, actually before COVID. So like, Maybe four years then. <laughs> okay. um, is these is these what I talked about before? These Berliner Eckneipen, these old Kneipen with a lot of people who've been there for thirty years. Usually, you walk in and you know there's the the vinyl needle scratch, and then there's like six eighty year old guys sitting in the bar that look at you like, "What are you doing here?" You know? Yeah, no, kind of. I mean, no, but you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating. But you know, you what are. You but yeah. they're they're yeah. actually super welcoming. Yeah. And there's always like a super nice uh, bartender working there who usually deliver the drinks to the table, which you don't get all the time in Berlin anyways. And the beer will be like €2.50, two eighty, very, very inexpensive, mm. always serving the Berliner or Schultheis, you know, just the Berliner beers. And they always have like a bunch of funky stuff on the walls. There's a dartboard or something. There's right? always a dartboard, yeah. like always dartboard or billiards table, which a lot of Berlin bars don't have. And it's like really chill vibes. It's and, absolutely the opposite of fancy. Like, yeah, yeah, total opposite of fancy. But I really, really enjoy these bars. They're super honest. 
And you know they've been there. These bars have been there for like a hundred years, like fifty years, eighty yeah, sure. years, ninety years. Yeah, yeah. They have history. You know, you want to support these people, and you don't want to support these bars. As I do. I want to support that local culture that still, you know, belongs in the city. Uh, so recently, I've been really into those, and there's a lot of really cool ones uh, in the city. And there's even an Instagram page. I forget what it's called. Something called like Berlin Kneipen or something like that. And they go around and like go to these Kneipen and tell oh, you yeah. how they are yeah. and what the beer price are. Um, yeah, they're, they're really cool. So I'm really into that recently. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to learn more, we did a whole episode on Kneipen. I can't tell you the number, but like go back there. We did. We'll, ex- we'll explain even more in depth about the Kneipe. So. And the difference between that and like a bar. Because there are a lot of fantastic bars here. Of also course. a Stube, which is also a word for like a like a pub, you know. In, yeah, in yeah. Ger- in Germany, in, in Germany, you'll see like Kneipe and you'll see Stube. All these words, but it all kind of in the way comes down to the same thing. It's a place that serves it's alcohol a- and there's a chair. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but, but about to like, like, so there's that nightlife. There's a drinking, there's a clubbing nightlife. But like for me personally, part of my nightlife for the past 10 years that never really changed is the Kino, also known as the cinema. Uh, I'm, as a movie I'm, theater. I'm, I'm a movie freak, so I, I love going to to movies like and going and seeing it in cinema, not just like sitting it on my ass at home, you know? So, um, yeah, fair. Um, so I've been a big Kino guy. Now, Kino means theater in uh, German. That's what the, the word is uh, for theater. So, um, yeah, ever since I got to Berlin, it was like, it was, okay, I got to find the best OV theater. Now, OV means original version. So, cause like I, if it's a movie in English, I don't want it with like German subtitles in the bottom. They get distracting. So I just want to see it in the original language. No subtitles. You know what I mean? Yes. And there was this amazing theater, uh, the Sinistar, um, Potsdamer Platz at the, at the, um, what's it called? The, uh, what's that? Sony center. Sony center. Yeah. Go underground and there's this huge uh, place with like had like t- ten different screens, all massive, and they only showed international movies in their original language, no subtitles. It, it was honestly they had IMAX as well. It was incredible. It was it was great. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they had, I think there's only two IMAX in all of Berlin, and they had one of them. And I, yeah, I used to God, I used to go there. This was the first couple of years. I was there like at least once every weekend, man. I was, I was. Did you have one of those like? Um, you sent us our card, yeah, yeah, of yeah, the card, yeah, yeah getting points and stuff, and uh, yeah, because I was there uh, uh, enough, you know. And so I had like my friends who they were my bar drinking friends, and then I had my friends who are also really into cinema, and like the, who I hang out with to go to the cinema, you know what I mean? So it was like depends, and um, went there all the time. Um, fortunately, just before the pandemic, unrelated to the pandemic, like a few months before the pandemic, they they shut down. But luckily, but luckily, there are plenty of other movie theaters in Berlin. It's just it's harder now to find um, movies, but they still exist. You just have to search. But um, but, it, but yeah, that's still a big part of my nightlife. I've, sure, I've been seeing less because during the pandemic there was just less options and stuff. But it's slowly coming back, and, and um, it's pretty cool because Berlin has a lot of really interesting theater choices as well. Huge selection of theater choices, so, kino choices. Yeah, a lot of different theaters, and um, there's one near me. It's called um, it's it's part of a group of theaters called York York Kinos I don't know I just made yeah yeah York that, that's one of the chains yeah 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 and like um like the one near me is very small and very honest like it looks like a 90s theater and I really just enjoy the it's not the best theater in the world like it's not huge chairs are really comfy though but it's very small and very honest and I really appreciate kind of this 90s vibe I get from it yeah yeah some nostalgia yeah and Berlin has some really cool movie theaters that have been open since the 1920s like yeah, uh, near me there's the the babylon kino which yeah, has been open, huge. i think since when was it since 1928 or something like it's something been open, like that. It's open, and i mean it has all of that the 1920s decor inside and out um and it's just it's gorgeous and it does, it's so it's so cool because they'll, they'll often show movies that that came out in the 20s 
And so you could you'd be there and you're watching this film about Berlin that was released in like the same year that this movie came. It's like this movie could have been released in this theater, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like originally 90 years ago, whatever, you know, and it's just, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. There's also like the Durchsvenster Kino, which I've been to once. Oh yeah. Explain that one. Which is like a very unassuming, just random apartment building, but you have, you go through the window and it's like this tiny, tiny little theater. Yeah. yeah. So, so Durchfenster, Durch means through, Fenster means window. Yeah. Right? So Durchfenster and like, you can go there. It's really cool. And like last one, they played some movie from like the 1910s. Like that it was like a silent film. Uh, and they sell like like one euro beer and like people were smoking in the theater. It was a really bizarre experience, <laughs> but very, very cool. And Berlin also has the, which I love in the summer, we always go at least once every summer, we should go more, is the Freiluft Kino, the outdoor uh, cinemas. Open air cinemas, yeah. Open and air. They, and they have, um, I want to say like probably 10 of them probably. There's around, a lot. Around There's Berlin. a lot. Yeah, exactly. Some of them like pop up sometimes and go away. So those, those are also really cool. Yeah, kinos have always absolutely been a huge part of my nightlife. Now, now how, how about you? Like other than like, say, uh, like a specific drinking uh night sure. night out like did you have other did you have other things that you kind of focused on over the years yeah yeah sure i mean this is kind of drinking late at first but i used to always go to pub quizzes all the time oh yeah don't do that as much anymore but i hope i used to do that when i lived in austria but i never really did it when i moved to germany i don't know why i yeah. think this winter i want to get back into it because it's, it's yeah. a really good time That's fun. it's, it's a good yeah. night out um something i always look forward to but besides that i uh my girlfriend and i like we like to go to um all like galleries and gallery openings or it's like random galleries that we find or museums that we find. Mm. Uh, I, I like all these like these little, these little really small random ones that you find throughout the city. Yeah. So that's always a nice fun night out. You know, you go there for, you know, three, four, five hours. And then after most around the city, I've been maybe walk home from a faraway area. And that's always a good time. I, I like doing that a lot. And there's just, you know, Berlin is filled with artists and filled with galleries and museums. So you really yeah. can't go wrong. I, th I think we've absolutely been spoiled because, um, Berlin, I, I can't I can't say that that it represents the amount of options you're going to find in the average German city. You know what I mean? Like I think Ber yeah. Berlin is it's one of the reasons why I love living here and I want to you know continue living here. There's is, culture everywhere. There's culture know? everywhere, and also there's always new. In terms of nightlife, there's always new options. There's the there's the bars that like there's the standby bars that you know you have near you, I have near me, whatever. But then there's always like yeah, like a couple of random weekends. Every month there's the, the street so there, festival you went to last weekend. Yeah, that you just walk in a street festival that that's just they're playing live music for no reason down the street from me. Or like, you oh, have, great. Or, or there's a pop up like yeah gallery. You said like there's there's always these kind of like new things just thrown into the works that you don't even have to look for. They just kind of like show up or you see a poster for it and you're like oh what's that? And, and you then know? you have the yearly things like Fetadeli Musique, which is a music thing that's going around all around the city, or Berlin Fashion Week, or or. Um, What's the movie one in February? The Berlinale. Yeah. Like there's just so many just also yearly things happening for all these different parts of culture that you can just join in and go for for not very expensive. It's all around the city and it's just super cool. Um, there's, a one, there's one that's only for Neukölln, my old area, mm -hmm. in the summer with things going on, a lot of music and galleries and whatever. And it's just like the city just doesn't stop sometimes. Like it's, it's It can be overwhelming if you, if you want to like look at all the events happening on a weekend. Like, what do you want to do this weekend? And you'd be like, well, this is just too much. I'm going to stay at home because it's, just can't decide. And luckily we live here. So we don't have to cram everything into one weekend. Like, like no. you do as a tourist, right? So yeah, we can do those, those. We, we, and I, I think for me and if probably for you, like, you know, you have the stay at home show weekends and then you have the, "Quote unquote, go hard, not like go hard, but you know, like like okay, we're, we're yeah. Well, I think everyone meeting up with friends in a bar, and then the next the next night we're we're going to this concert or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like, um, but then we have also the weekends where it's just like I just don't want to do anything. I just want to be at home and and, and uh, 
Yeah, play some Far Cry Five. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And and I'll say this, uh, kind of to to wrap up, one of the best things to do if you want a nightlight that does involve, you know, or just nightlife, is just sit on like the spree in a nice area or on the water somewhere in the city when the sun's going down and just like take it in mm. and enjoy it and just relax. And that's like one of the best things to do in this. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it sounds like you and me, like our average nightlife isn't, you know, these like sex clubs or Berghain or anything like that. I think we both, no. we both prefer a much more chiller nighttime out, you know, like but I know people who are do, who do, who are like really into that stuff, who do it no, all no, the time. Yeah, which is fine. You know, it's like, again, but it's like to each, teach uh, his own kind of a thing. You know what right. I mean? Like we all have the different things that get us going. Now I'm going to do a little quick last minute quiz. If it's night out and you're going to a bar, are you ordering a beer or a whiskey? A beer. Beer. Now, if any option is possible, what is the beer that you go for on tap? Any option is possible. Yeah. Ooh, then I would probably go. Or, or, or let's like include the standard options you find. In, but like you know, like each bar is different. But but say like the what you could f- expect to find in a Berlin bar. Like you know. Uh, sure. I I'd probably go for a uh, uh, Pilsner Uquel or a Staropromen, which are Czech beers. Ooh. Okay. You're very Czechy. I, I yeah I do love, sorry Germany I love Czech beer I like German beer as well but I really no no, love no Czech I mean it's it's all good like no need to apologize how, how, how about yourself I mean also a beer like and everyone's probably like oh hey don't order I, I'd say you and me God how often do we order a whiskey at a bar rarely like, once a year rarely like, it's like so rare yeah because yeah, I, I mean mm, whiskey's great and everything but there's nothing more refreshing than a a beer and a night and out like I don't I'm know. just not a big whiskey drinker to be <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I love it here. I love drinking with you and, and, like, and I, sometimes I we, at home, but we also get our fill every Wednesday. You know what I mean? So, um, so I don't really need to try that many whiskeys outside of this, right? I always spend money at a bar for whiskey when I have like 80 bottles at home. Yeah, I thought, yeah <laughs> exactly. Like if, if we're having whiskey night, we'll do it at home because yeah, I think it's also a price thing. Cause like, okay, I can, you know, for nine euro, I can get three beers or I get one small glass of whiskey. You know what and I mean? And whiskey like, gets yeah. really messed up really quickly. You know, if, if you're like, you, know, you want to hang out, you want to take a few sips and sip and a sip. If you're dealing with whiskey, like you're gonna have three after 45 minutes, you're gonna be messed up, and that's not fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. So yeah, so for me, it's all it's always a beer, unless I don't know, I'm feeling feeling extra special, and they, it's like a and they got like a special cool whiskey menu or something, yeah, and fair. it's like something. But well, this summer I was also an Aperol Spritz guy, so ah, uh, which I try to get into, but um, it's a little too bitter for me. Oh, I can't I can't get enough of it. I love it. It's so good in the summer. Yeah, for me, yeah, my summer drink actually is a whiskey drink. It's, you know, it's a Jameson lime and uh, ginger ale. That sounds nice. It's uh, quite refreshing. Yes. Very good, Jeff. Um, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, very nice. So, like, I, I don't know if we actually explained anything in this episode, um, but, but, <laughs> but, but we kind of gave you the lowdown of what a typical night out is for us. And I, I hope that in, in that it gives you guys some ideas for when you move to Berlin and when you move to Germany of what is available and what you may or may not want to partake in. And, you know, it's good to know what's available because maybe that uh, sways you whether to move to Berlin or move to Munich or whatever, you know, could so. Be. And, and again, like every episode, uh, we love your feedback. If this is good or not good, let us know because uh, we like hearing your feedback. And if we get it, we can, you know, go in a certain direction. If not, we're just to do whatever the hell we want all the time, which is also great. So, yeah, I mean, we assume no feedback 
means good feedback, right? Like if, if nothing's coming in, then it's working, right? So I, yeah. I just assume if, if if there's no feedback, everyone's at home clapping for us. Like, wow, <laughs> wow, just well done, guys. They they or, just or killed they're it. Clocking out like ten minutes in, like, oh, again. There's just, no one listening right now. Yeah, they they yeah. left. Like this episode is bullshit. Yeah, it's 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 towards the end. Also, I think by the end, uh, like ten percent of people are still listening just because they know like what's 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 left. Whiskey review. So everyone's yeah. like, chime out, chime out, chime That's out. That's true. Yeah. They don't know there could be a special prize that they have to the whiskey review. Could I guess be. you'll have to find out. First, let's do the whiskey review. Okay. Uh, right. Well, we, we both have our last splashes. So we let's, do. Let's, Again, this is the uh, Deanston uh, Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey Aged 12 Years. Product of uh, Scotland. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's where it's from. Being a Scotch. Cheers. Cheers. Ow. The Scotch. It's a good scotch. It's a birdie scotch. It's very spicy. Very spicy. Yeah, it's got a good burn. It's too smoky peatiness, very minimal, but it's like it's there to remind, yeah, to yeah, remind, it's, remind you it's scotch. But it's, uh, but I, I prefer my scotch a bit smoke. It's a Highland. I prefer yeah, a yeah. scotch uh, smokier. Yeah, so you're not going to expect much smokiness. So it's, but, um, mm, but there's not like a whole lot to set it up. Thing is, I don't want to say it's bad. It's just like it kind of lumps itself with all the other generally good scotches. I, I, w- I would agree. Yeah. Uh, so. Ooh, for me, I'm gonna say a seven point five. Okay, yeah, I, I, I find it a bit, a bit. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was actually surprised it was that high. I, I, I find it a bit too, like, a bit too, um, hard. Like it's, it's really punches you in the face, but not in um, it doesn't give me anything after that. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, it's like, ow. Yeah, like and that's the, kind of it. The, the burn doesn't linger. Like it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not like a great whiskey which like slowly goes through you. And, you know and there's I mean? no special flavor after. Yeah. I really, I, I slapped myself really hard right there. <laughs> you did. I actually myself in the cheek. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really give me much after that. So I'm gonna go with a six point eight. So six, uh, six point eight. Six point eight. Okay, that's that's fair enough. So yeah, I mean, so I think we both in general agree. It's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's it's just yeah. It's just like it's part. It's just part of this huge grouping of generally good whiskeys that are not really and memorable like I, I won't remember this in, um, in no. a month in a month you know and, like, yeah. and this could be also the thing of having 119 different whiskeys is that's really hard to differentiate them now because we've had so many that is true when but- you have like 10 you can differentiate all 10 of them when you have 120 almost it's it's really hard. So I, this just tastes but, like but once in a while we do we it's still they still exist. We get these whiskeys that, that they do that set them. So it is possible to set yourself apart. But even, when you get yeah. something like this, it's just like a twelve year old Scotch whiskey. It could be honestly, it, it could be very great. But for me, it just kind of lumps in with. If I went on a website right now and looked, I could probably pick like fifteen other whiskeys that I just lump in with that. Yeah. I think are similar, but Which doesn't who yeah. knows. And I, yeah, and I think maybe that's part of it is we've been around long enough is that we're really looking for the whiskeys that, that set themselves apart and the standard whiskeys, even though they're good, they've become boring to us, but not because they're bad. Just exactly. because we just have too much to compare it to. Yeah. So, uh, Dean's done. No disrespect. No, still, still good. Still doing, still doing a good job. Still doing it. And, um, thank you guys for staying, sticking to the end. There is no prize. So, so uh, you will now never listen again because uh, you cannot trust us. But you never know. Maybe next week there'll be a prize at the end. It's, it's, it's always possible. You never know. It's always possible. So won't come out of my wallet, but it is always possible. It is possible. <laughs> so uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We love all of you. We really do. We appreciate all of your listening. Yeah, thanks for sticking around. We, st- we still get great messages every week. It's, it's so fun talking to you guys. If you have any questions to be on or off the podcast, please send them. We, we, we love helping people. Um, you know, like even like... A couple of episodes ago, we mentioned this uh, secret lake near Berlin, and we've gotten like three messages in the past 
two weeks. Yeah, true. People asking us where the lake is, and I'm totally fine telling you. So, uh, but that kind of stuff. Even if there's stupid questions, just uh, there is no stupid questions. So just there are stupid questions. There are. There are not. Oh, okay. There are not. <laughs> I thought I said there's no, and they're like there are. There are. <laughs> there are. Jeff, I mean, I'm sure there are a few, but uh, you're, yeah, you're objectively wrong. You're objectively wrong. <laughs> Everyone, please uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Oh yeah.